Is it possible to have diversity without diversity? Hmm. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and comforts in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Hey, I am delighted to be with you today. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for taking the time first to invest in yourself and make no mistake about it. Every time that you listen to the Culture Coach podcast, you are first investing in yourself as a multicultural leader. You are making it so that you are taking steps towards being uh, one of Uh, the most effective leaders in the coming years to the companies that you lead, the organizations that you lead, the groups of people that you lead, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what your title is within an organization. And so I'm delighted that you decide to spend some time with me here on the Culture Coach Podcast. You are investing in yourself. Second, I want you to thank you for uh, investing in my work as well. Uh, I'm really grateful that I have, uh, at this point, hundreds of you uh, that I'm able to talk to uh, each week or biweekly um, and bring up some some things, some ideas, some topics that might be happening for you in the, in your workplaces right now with regards to culture. What I find myself uh, sliding over towards uh, for many of our podcast episodes is really talking to you about what I am seeing um, happening, trending in uh, this work of good cultural diversity in our organizations. I think probably several months ago, maybe at the beginning of the year, uh, I did a podcast talking about how um, it's time to do more, not less. And um, that was really based on what I've been seeing uh, is that we had the summer of 2020 here in the United States. And that really uh, was a catalytic moment for many organizations and businesses to work with people, work with coaches, work with people like me um, in order to get better uh, cross-culturally, to get better as multicultural leaders and to try uh, to take a stab at being able to reach the results that they've been dreaming about. And now here we are two, three years later, let's call it two years later, because really I think it was either the middle of 2020 or the back end of 2020 when people really started to want to talk about uh, these issues. And now here we are at the beginning of 2023 
And uh, I cannot tell you how many um, people I have heard from in different industries, different companies that say, uh, depending on their role, might say that their diversity budgets have been cut or that the company seems to no longer be interested in it or those sorts of things. And um, that is certainly a trend that I'm seeing that we need to resist um, as budding multicultural leaders. And so um, that's one thing that I've been talking about. Here's the, here's the second thing I want to bring up today. And I wasn't quite sure what I was going to call this podcast until uh, I recorded the opening. And that is, <laughs> is it possible to have diversity without diversity? Diversity without diversity. Do you know what I mean by this? And I literally just said this sitting here in my office about 10 minutes ago this phrase, diversity without diversity. And I wanna share with you something that I am seeing happening in businesses and organizations. So a couple of years ago when this work uh, really started to intensify in a really good way in in many cases, particularly in my world, um, started to intensify, uh, there were uh, goals that people were setting in their organizations about what they wanted to see with regards to cultural diversity work. Uh, so much of what uh, even I, uh, working with, with clients uh, around the country, uh, came in and did was to just have some conversations, have some conversations with people that worked at companies, worked in organizations about what they would like to see. It's always a really important question to ask before you start with your cultural diversity work is what do you want to do? What do you want to see? And I can tell you this, that almost every uh, leader that I talked to over the last several years, um, particularly people that worked uh, in staff environments, a lot of uh, staff people, a lot of uh, middle managers, uh, those sorts of people, you know, when, when the CEO or the president or the owner brings you in to try to figure out what's going on in the company, um, one thing always rises to the surface. It always would rise to the surface. And that is, is that people in the business and the organization wanted to see more representation. Representation everywhere at the company. Uh, representation, particularly at the, the highest levels of leadership. And... What I am seeing is that after a couple of years of learning and education and uh, beginning practices, that um, for whatever reason, some of it uh, due to uh, demand, some of it due to desire, some of it due to dollars, um, that a company may say, hey, we've got it, we've got it from here, we're going to take it, and now we can train everybody with it and operationalize it and, and run with it. And what I'm actually seeing in a lot of companies is that, you know, the the main reason that we started the work was the lack of representation, right? Um, And leaning towards the business case for diversity. Uh, And a group of monocultural leaders in many organizations spent time learning and growing and, and those sorts of things. And then what happened was, is that the representation at the top uh, of the organizations never got any better. And so then uh, once a company or an organization decides 
uh, that they're ready to sort of do it on their own or quote on their own, um, which you can never do this work on your own, by the way, uh, or ready to, you know, uh, put it into some operating system now or something like that. What I am seeing is that you still have uh, a group of monocultural staff and monocultural leaders who are now trying to do diversity work. And what I'm seeing is, is that you're, many leaders are trying to do diversity without diversity. And what I mean by that is you're trying to do diverse work. You're trying to uh, enact diverse policies. You're trying to challenge biases at work. You're trying to challenge all the ways of being that you had, but you're still having conversations in a room full of people that only look like you. It is a missing piece of some of the work right now. And it's something that as you all are listening to me, I want you to just always take stock of, are you trying to do diversity work, culture work without diverse peoples? Don't forget Culture work, inclusion work, belonging, uh, equality work or equitable work, whatever it is that you call it at your company, it's about people. And it's about uh, encouraging and highlighting and really uh, connecting deeply to people. And one thing that you have to remember is that um, and I did a couple of podcasts on these these ideas, so you can go back and look for that. One of them was called Efficiency is Killing Your, Divi- Your Diversity e- Efforts. And in the name of efficiency, or let's get this into a system now, or that sort of thing, um, you at your company may actually be, be trying to do diversity work without including diverse peoples. And I just want you, uh, if you need it today, to hear somebody just to say, hey, take a look at this. Take a look at this today at your company. Are you trying to, you know, look through policies to see if they're equitable, uh, sitting around a room full of people that look just like you? Uh, Where have you not involved people? We always have to remember that this diversity work is about people. It's not necessarily just about policy or programs or that sort of thing. Because I'm, I believe, and I'm starting to see this, that if we, if we shrink culture work down to policies and um, programs and those sorts of things only, we will forget that it is actually designed to serve people, that this culture work is about people. On one of my podcasts, I think last year, I talked about how... Um, sort of mentioned sort of flippantly that uh, DEI needed to DIE. And I made that comment mostly because that uh, I'm noticing that the more uh, companies and organizations are are throwing around the term DEI or D&I or D-E-N-I or D-I-B or whatever it is that your company uses, the more that we throw around these acronyms, the more programmatic uh, and stale it actually becomes. Um, if you've listened to me a while, you know that I don't even really use that term. I don't really use the, that acronym in my work. That's why I like to call it culture work, because it reminds me of people. But 
I want to encourage you, and this is just part of the process. This isn't a judgment. This isn't a coming down of, but it's just something I want you to be aware of. My listeners, my audiences, people who are, are drawn to me, people in the majority middle that are not afraid of getting it wrong and who are on the journey to continue to do better. That's you. That's me. That um, I want you to just pause today. I want you to pause in the natural flow of your work, uh, your diversity work, and I just want you to take stock for a minute. And I want you to look around the table or look on your Zoom call or look on your Google Meet or whatever it is. And I want you to ask yourself the question, are we trying to do diversity work without diverse peoples? And that's for all of you, by the way. It doesn't matter what uh, people group you come from. All right. Usually uh, this, this awareness needs to happen uh, with white American folks, usually. However, if you are in a company that is run by mostly black Americans, I want you to look around and say, are we trying to do inclusion work without different kinds of people? Um, what, what, whatever your cultural majority is, if you have one at work, I want you to sit today and take stock and ask yourself, are you trying to do diversity without diversity? It can't be done. You can't do diversity without diverse peoples. The whole point is that this work is about people and it's about transformation, not just information. So let's make sure that in our our, our uh, goals in our work to be inclusive, that we are actually including people. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.